0: Welcome to R, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is R slash entitled Parents, and next a word from our sponsors. Our next Reddit post is from Heterochromia Cat. I was on a 14 hour flight that was only half full. There were storms recently prior to takeoff, so almost all connecting flights to arrive at the airport were late. This meant I had a whole three-row seat to myself since those flyers didn't make it. Almost every row was like this. Into the flight, I'd finished my third movie. It's impossible for me to sleep on planes, so I continued looking through the movie list until I saw Rocket Man. I'd never seen it, but heard good things about it. Halfway through the film, the song Take Me to the Pilot came on, and a gay, passionately hugging scene with Elton John and John Reed started playing. I was a little surprised, but I didn't skip since the cabin was dark and everyone else was watching their own screen or sleeping, or so I thought. I felt someone poke my shoulder from behind. It was a middle aged woman. You need to stop what you're watching. That's extremely inappropriate for my kid. I glanced at her boy, probably about 12 in the middle seat who was sleeping. The kid even had a sleeping eye mask on. So how the heck could he see my movie anyway? This part will be over soon. There's been no nudity in it. I turned around. I could hear her scoff loudly. I'm assuming she pressed the help button since a flight attendant came over 10 seconds later. By the time the flight attendant came to our section, the steamy scene was finished anyway. And no, there was no nudity, just steamy kissing and pectorals. The flight attendant said, May I help you? This person is watching gay adult erotic videos. My kid can see that and doesn't need to know about those relationships. She's watching a movie provided on the list. There's nothing I can do except advise you to watch your own screens. It's not a family-appropriate movie on a plane. She needs to change the movie or turn it off. I apologize, but she has the right to watch what she wants to watch. If there are further complaints in the future, we could take action. The flight attendant walked to the back of the plane. I heard the entitled mom say, RIDICULOUS, under her breath. I was super tempted to rewind back to Elton's one-night stand, but I didn't need that BS at that moment. Later, I turned around at her during Elton's drug and alcohol overdose at his pool party, and her eyes were fixated on my screen. She must have enjoyed the movie. Man, what is this Karen going to do if her precious little angel grows up to be gay? Our next Reddit post is from Meffer. Quick backstory, my mother didn't raise me, her parents did. She's always chosen guys and partying over me and my siblings. That's why Child Protective Services has taken all three of her kids away. Once I became an adult and joined the military, she would hit me up every couple of months asking me to give her different sums of money. She works, but it's a BS job. Eventually, I asked her why she doesn't get a real job and her response was, Because I would be miserable doing that. Here, I get to talk garbage about people and have fun. That's all good if you can pay your bills, but she can't. She's done the same thing to my sister who was also in the military. Anyway, I talk to her roughly three or four times a year. Last week she was asking me when I finish school where I'll be moving to. I told her I don't know. Her response was, well wherever you go you know i need a mother in law suite to stay at my response was no i don't after that i got bombarded with how my generation doesn't know anything about respect and how i wasn't raised properly mind you i was raised by the same <laughs> mind you i was raised by the same people as her also how my dad wanted an abortion and if it wasn't for her i wouldn't be here after all that, I said thanks, but I'm still never going to have an in-law suite for you. Well, enjoy your effing life, is the last thing she said before hanging up. I'm sure in a couple months she'll call asking for something again. Our next Reddit post is from Natmus. Okay, so this happened today like an hour or so ago. A bit of a preamble. I'm a trans girl, just got to my family's house to visit for Easter, and have shortish, pretty deep purple hair. I pulled into a non-brand specific supermarket around the corner from my family's place to pick up an energy drink and as I got off my bike and removed my helmet I could see out of the corner of my eye this little girl by the trolley return pointing at me and generally going nuts. I start to walk past to walk inside the store and the little girl turns to her mother, our entitled parent, sitting on a bench nearby with an old lady who must be her mother, both having a cigarette each. Mommy can I have hair like her? No little girl and that's not a girl. The old lady grunts in approval. I ignore them and move in to grab my sweet taurine juice, and because it's Easter weekend, I'm in there for about 10 minutes or so, just in a crowd. As I walk back out, the family is still outside with a lot more cigarettes smoked. But why can't I have pretty hair? Because I said so. Now shut up before I bloody clip you. I start to walk past as the entitled parent waves to catch my attention. Hey, mate, what do you have hair like that for? Oh, uh, because I want it? No, but why like that? No man I know has a color like that. Can't you just take it out? Well, I'm not a man, so there's that. And not without constantly washing my hair for like a couple of days. No, I mean like now. Can you get it out now? I knew the education in my area was lacking, but jeez. Look, I just wanted to grab a drink and get going. Let's just leave it. I turned to walk back to my bike and put my helmet back on. Fine then, you little bundle of sticks. Go be a turd somewhere else. The old lady grunts in a way that I guess must have been a laugh. The little girl was quiet through all this, just looking between the two of us as she cuddles into her mother. I just had enough, but I didn't want her to feel like she came out on top, so I turn around, still a bit away from them, and reach a hand into my jacket pocket. Oh, right, yeah, I'm sorry. Here, have this apology. I pull out my hand and flip both of them the bird, smiling and waving my other hand to present my apology. After a second of silence and slack-jawed looks from the pair, I turn to go back to my bike and start to make my way off. As in the background, I hear the entitled parent hurling abuse my way about different stuff. What on earth was this entitled parent expecting when she said that you should take your color out of your hair now? Was she expecting you to just grab your hair and pull it out by the roots? Our next Reddit post is from Brimstone Garden. I have my own entitled parent stories, but this one happened to my mom when she was pregnant with me. So back in the late 90s, when Sears wasn't sad and dying, my mother was an assistant manager. Her boss was also pregnant, and this generally wasn't an issue until it was. Now, my parents spent a long time choosing baby names when I turned out to be a girl. They really wanted my name to be gender neutral to prevent future trouble finding jobs. Yes, that's the actual reason. But my middle name remained the same as when they thought I was a boy, Ryan. When they decided on my full name, my mom told her friends about it, and one of them ended up telling the manager. As my mother was on lunch break, this lady storms in, already red and furious. I heard you were naming your baby Ryan. My mother is, of course, stunned. She stays silent for a few moments before finally answering. That's her middle name, yeah? Your baby's a girl! The woman exclaims as though this is some sort of great revelation. My mother nods. Getting somehow redder. the woman snaps. Ryan is a boy's name! Actually, it's gender neutral. At this point, my mother's surprise is wearing off into a bit of righteous confusion. Is there a problem with the name? You can't name your baby that. The woman is practically shouting at this point. I'm naming my son that. My mother stares at her, trying to work out what kind of mental gymnastics it takes to decide your choice of baby name should give you the authority to veto someone else's baby name. So? Change your baby's middle name or I'm going to fire you, the woman says, having drawn a crowd with this whole scene to witness the utter insanity that was her outburst. People who could act as witnesses for my mother if she attempted such a thing. I don't think you can do that, my mother answers flatly. She couldn't even fire my mother on some other infraction because there was no other infraction. The staff was friendly with my mother, and she had brought up sales in her area by a lot. The woman stops for a moment, maybe realizing that my mother was right on that point and once again demands, Change your baby's middle name. I chose Ryan first. Ah yes, calling dibs. Surely my mother would have to respect a grown woman calling dibs on a very common name. Ryan is my maiden name, my mother answers flatly. At this, the woman stops, still furious, sputters for a moment, and finally stomps off. My middle name is Ryan. My mother's boss named her son Dylan instead. So I've got bad news to all my fans out there whose name is Dylan. It sounds like you have to change your name. Sorry. Our next Reddit post is from IxyThings. This is the most manipulative, ugly, classist, racist person I've ever met. I've worked in customer service and do politics in a totalitarian government, so it's safe to assume I've already seen the worst of the worst. She's married to my uncle. Let's call her Mary. Mary has pulled a lot of entitled stunts over the course of her life. I probably have over a hundred stories that I can share that I know of. I don't talk to that part of the family because it's super toxic, but there are a few family gatherings in which we meet. One of those happened yesterday and I got reminded of her golden trade, so thought you would enjoy raging with me. Her entitlement shown yesterday as she tried to make herself the best friend of my current boss, who's married to my cousin and he's filthy rich. She brought a friend of hers who was supposed to be strictly quarantined because she's high risk. She tried to outshine the one-month-old baby who we were all there to meet with her already grown-up daughters who we've all met. She tried to become the host of the party in a house that wasn't hers, going as far as to search for and serve food from the refrigerator that wasn't destined to be party servings. And to top it all off, we were also there to pray for my cousin's mother who died last week. I don't participate in Christian stuff, but she was my favorite aunt and like a second mother to me. So that moment of appreciation was very important to me, to my cousin, my other aunt, and Mary's husband, his sister. Turns out, Mary decided that since we were there to remember the dead ones, it would be a nice thing to not only take the role of the main person leading the prayers, but to also include a huge picture of her mother that she pulled out of her purse and put it in front of my aunt's picture, covering it almost completely, and start with a speech about how she missed her mother who died 10 years ago, and literally just said, rest in peace about my aunt's death but I'm not here today to tell you that story. Oh no, I was just venting. Since I have so much to tell in so little time, I figured it would be best if I started with the oldest tale I know of. The time she asked my mom to sell her my brother while she was four months pregnant. Good old Mary is infertile. She has two daughters. One was conceived in vitro and then introduced to her womb. The other one popped out of nowhere, literally. We suspect that she bought it from someone since she has a record of trying this, but whatever. Before having her first daughter, when I was around 10 years old, my mom broke the news to my family that she was pregnant. Yay! Mary wasn't happy with this because she, as of then, had been trying for years with her husband and wasn't able to get pregnant. She always had this sort of competition with my mom and with everyone because she has this need of being the best one in everything. She must have the most money, have the most expensive clothes, be in the most successful career, have the happiest marriage, go to the most exotic places, but she wasn't the best. She was the only one with no children out of the seven siblings in the family, and she was also one of the oldest wives. So imagine her jealousy when the youngest one, directly below her husband, was going to have her second child while her and her husband were still child-free. The horror. Her status. So she pulled my mother aside one day and told her, You know, it isn't fair that you got pregnant before us. It wasn't fair for you to have OP before your brother since he's older than you, but whatever. It can't be helped if OP was a broken condom or something. But you know, we've been trying for years now and we're just exhausted. And we're not comfortable with trying those artificial methods nor having a baby without our blood. So, since you're family, and we know you're not in a financial position to take care of another baby right now, what would you say if I offered to pay for everything pregnancy-related and after the baby's born? I would pay you a certain amount for keeping it as your brother and I's baby. Of course my mom said no. She told me roughly how the proposition went years later, but only because I was the one that found out why she was so pushy about buying my brother because this wasn't just a one-time thing. She tried constantly to convince my parents to sell them my brother throughout the next five months, and even for some months after he was born. You see, my father is a son of immigrants, he has a European bloodline, and is very handsome. Mary also has a need of proving to everyone that she has royal blood, and aesthetics are everything to her. Hence, the need to show herself as the best of the best in every aspect of her life and she will not hesitate to do anything to achieve her goal of being the perfect woman with a perfect life. This includes pretending she has white jeans. She doesn't. We live in a very heavily race-mixed country. She was born in one of the least developed states, in a humble family, in a small town, with only town people that have been working under the sun for generations, so all of them have dark skin. She married my uncle, who comes from a family that has lived on an island for generations and who is also the most dark-skinned of all the siblings. There's no way she's going to have a baby who's white. But my mom is one of the most light-skinned between her siblings. And she married my dad, who has Italian and Polish genes. And I was born with very pale skin and smooth hair. Mary's and her husband's hair are what we describe as bad hair. Not in an offensive way, but that's how it's called here. It's basically super twisted and thick hair. And I just want to interrupt the story right here and clarify that these are OP's words, not mine. There was a big chance my brother was going to be born European looking. You already know where this is going, right? One day, I was minding my own business at their daughter's birthday party and I happened to wander close to where Mary was talking with someone. And I heard how she openly complained about how her daughter was black. And how she... Wish she managed to convince my mom and dad to just give her their baby. Because having a white son would have solved all of her problems. It's so hard to move up the stairs of society when you have a black family. And not only that, but having an ugly daughter isn't going to help either. There's no way she'll marry a rich man. How is she supposed to pay her retirement? There was more said, but I can't remember it all. And yes, my uncle approves of her behavior and supports it. They, two dark-skinned people, believe that white people are better. Oh, by the way, forgot to mention that the daughter that popped out of nowhere one day is white and look nothing like Mary or her husband. So I'm kind of getting the vibe that a baby popping out of nowhere might be illegal. So OP, maybe you should call the authorities on this one? That was r slash entitled parents and I'm trying to grow my podcast. You can follow my podcast by clicking the link down in the description and you can also leave me a voicemail. As a way to say thank you for people who are supporting me I'm giving shout outs maybe once or twice a week so today's shout out goes to Alder. Thanks for supporting my podcast Alder. Hey r slash it's your boy Alder. Hey I work 12 hour graveyard shift. Being able to listen to an episode fresh off the griddle is basically the best way to drive home and unwind. You do great work. Stay safe. Stay sane. Also, don't forget to pay your dog tax.